0: This is The Motivation.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Jujut Thettles Coast to Coast, the podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mats. As you guys all know, West Coast ADCC trials, the largest trials in the history of ADCC, just wrapped up not too long ago. Me and Cousin were there. We saw, cuz how many amazing Jujut Thettle wizards did we see that weekend out there?
0: Oh my god, man, there was so many. Like the whole weekend, I was pumped, I was motivated. I mean, uh, watching everyone out there just got me, man, I seen legends, like, just walking around like like nothing, just walking around, getting to meet everybody, seeing different styles, and watching that, you know, what we talk about on the show all the time, that family dynamic in jiu-jitsu, uh, that, you know, all of us, you know, military and veterans, we all look for when we joined, you know, jiu-jitsu, we saw it there, man, I cannot tell you how amazing that, uh, that event was, because...
1: The vibe just was amazing. You know what I mean? You talk about family, you talk about teams traveling together, supporting each other. Um, I was talking with our guest a little while ago and I said, I feel like my game just let my game level just by being in the same vicinity as these people. With that being said, I want to welcome our newest uh, guest to the show, Mr. Jeff, the real deal, Real. Jeff, welcome to the Jujutero neighborhood, brother. How you doing?
2: I'm doing awesome. Appreciate you uh having me on. Um you know, this is uh is a very cool thing to be a part of. So, um I'm very grateful. So, thank you guys.
0: Ah, oh, no problem. Cuz how you doing this Sunday morning? Man, I I'm, I'm great, man. I'm doing good. Had that uh Giants game yesterday, but I'm I'm really looking forward to talking to Jeff and and uh got some, you know, huge questions I want to talk to him like for all you listeners out there who uh, don't know – like, we met Jeff this past uh, weekend at ADCC uh, Trials, man. And this guy right here, we ended up – I don't know how it just happened to click, but he was actually competing right at the mat, right in front of us. We didn't know him, but after watching him compete, and once you guys get to know him, wow, man, blew my mind away. made I mean, we were talking about this at the mat. There is no way – we can go to train, not go to train when, you know, we got guys like this competing at this level and taking it to at that. Uh Yeah, man. Oh my God, man. I'm super stoked, man. I can't wait to get into this interview.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, let's just jump into these questions real quick. Cause we just talked to Jeff. He's on his way to Legion open mat about to put it down. Uh Jeff. We always start our first interview with this staple question here just to kind of set the mood a little bit. Uh, Jeff, do you have a favorite martial arts slash motivational movie that you watch to pump you up every now and then? We've had uh, a lot of of answers in the past. Bloodsport, we've had uh, Karate Kid, we've had uh, just the cream of the crop, all kinds of stuff all over the place. Anything come to mind? You know, it's funny you,
2: you, know, you, you had this question because this is actually, uh, you know, something that, like, I, I resonated uh, very well with. Um, and my, my answer is not your typical, like, Rocky, Bloodsport, or even Rumble in the Bronx. It's, uh, it's Fight Club, uh, 100% oh. once in a while. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. put on Fight Club. Uh, that'll just, you know, get me back in the zone. Without a That's doubt. what's
1: up. That brings back that movie. Brings back awesome, awesome memories. Remember, cause that first house we moved into. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I we remember that.
0: that. Yeah, but we're we're awesome not gonna talk about yet. Brad Pitt with the shirt off.
1: <laughs> I don't I know why now. you always try to go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right.
2: But I think <laughs> the thing with Fight Club that really you know stood out is just like that uh that you know whatever or fuck it mentality you know where it's just you know, no excuses, just get out there, you know, you know, life can be a little gritty, it can be a little dark, but, you know, you're just gonna, you know, be in the zone. And, you know, there's a quote, you know, that I I actually had to dig up before uh, I hopped on here, you know, it's um, the ability to let which uh, does not matter truly slide. And, um, and with me, you know, it's, you know, I've had a lot of things happen in my life. And, you know, and then I had to just get through them and, and just ignore them or, you know, just, you know, uh, make it, you know, just stay, I guess, make myself unaware of it. You know, even though it was like, you know, very, uh, I guess, uh, you know, prevalent in my head, you know, so. That's it's up, yeah. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a
1: great that's answer, Jack. That was deep, bro. Oh, awesome. Thank you for answering that.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Hey, so Jeff, so, you know, so for us, you know, we just got to know you not too long ago, and all <laughs> the listeners out there, how did you get into jiu jitsu? Like, what got, what made you get involved? You know, how did it start? Like, where did it, where's your career or your uh, jiu jitsu path start?
2: Well, I started wrestling in, in middle school and, and also high school. And uh, my senior year, I had a friend that was, um, he was, He's like an anti-wrestler guy. And, uh, <laughs> and he, uh, started training jujitsu and asked if, uh, I was interested in, in joining him and, and I was a little bit more hip to the UFC, especially because it was 2006. And that was during like the era where, you know, Stefan Bonner and, uh, Forrest Griffin fought and, you know, and, and Hoist Gracie's return back to the cage and all that. So, um, you know, it definitely was, was something I was interested in. So, you know, I was I was wrestling at the time when I first uh, rolled jiu-jitsu with my friend before I actually going to the gym. And uh, shortly after wrestling season, I ended up just joining the uh, the, the official jiu-jitsu academy over in my uh, old hometown, Yuma AZ. And, uh, yeah, from there, it just... I just knew it just was, you know, that was it. That was something I was really, uh, you know, I was naturally able to do, especially from my wrestling background. So, um, yeah, it really, uh, you know, it just felt natural, felt, felt right.
1: That's cool. So it was almost like a love at first sight kind of deal.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he, he, my friend showed me a couple moves and we rolled. And, you know, and he caught me, I caught him and I'm like, okay, I think, I think I like this, you know, it's, it's very, very relative to what I, what I was already doing. Um, And, you know, and my, my, even in wrestling, it wasn't so much my takedowns, but like the actual like ground mat work, you know, being in the referee position, starting there top or bottom. uh, That's where I was definitely a little bit more uh, successful. So... Going um, into jujitsu was just like such a, a a great transition.
0: Now, did you have uh, did you have oh. any issues like uh, like with in regards to like wrestling? You know, you uh, you talk to some wrestlers and they say like there's they're used to being in the safe position. It you know is like on giving their back, but being on you know their stomach this is like their safe place. You know, in wrestling versus like jujitsu, you don't want to give up your back. Did you have any of that those issues or? You know,
2: anytime I would venture into a different combat sport. I really I really did my best to to stay specific or focused on that, you know, whatever it was. You know, I even did judo for a little bit and um you know, and there were certain things you could not do in judo that you would do in jiu-jitsu. So so when I went from wrestling to jiu-jitsu, it's like, okay, I can fight off my back. All right, I'm not I don't automatically lose. I got more time to fight. So, um, uh-huh. because, you know, in wrestling, you get pinned, it's like, that's it. And it's just like, well, that was only 20, 30 seconds. <laughs> give, me, give me another shot, you know, like, so, you know, with jujitsu, it, it really opened up more time on the mat, more opportunity to be on the mat, compete as much as I wanted. So, you know, transitioning, especially with the techniques and not giving up my back. I mean, I would still have terrible habits, as a wrestler going into jujitsu, but eventually I was able to break them all, and uh, and you know eventually become more of a jiu-jitsu guy than I was a wrestler guy, to be honest.
1: All right. Well, Jeff. What, uh, speaking of early jujitsu, what do you remember about those early days? Was it was it a lot of rough lessons? Was it a lot of uh, being the being the nail, as you, some people would say? Uh, what, what stood out to you the most? You know, it was the the type of
2: gym culture I was more introduced to was was very, um, you know, it was is a very hobbyist gym. Um, the first gym I was at, and even when I moved to San Diego um, and I started training over at, at Fabio Santos, um, you know, there was a lot of. Like, you kind of had to figure things out on your own. And, you know, with blue belt, white, through purple, you know, I, I, I played a lot of trial and error of what I had to figure out to get to the next level. And and I did have mentors from time to time try to help me out, um, give me their time. but um, But as far as competing in sport, I had to... I had to cross-train, I had to hit up open mats, I had to hit up all these different tournaments. I would ask my friends that were also competing, but were also on, you know, they were on other teams. Um, So I would just pick everyone's brain on what to do, what not to do, Um, what are all the world champions doing? You know, I even thought, you know, if maybe I should take a break from competing and just focus training at the gym, to evolve my game so that when I go back and compete, I'll do a little better. And then someone revealed to me, he's like, nah, dude, you want to compete all the time as much as possible. That's how those top competitors get better is. And it's so from that, I uh, was like, all right, I got to compete at every tournament I possibly can get, get into. That's close by, you know, not too out of the way.
1: Ah, so, so, th- and so that's where you found the most success where your gain just exploded kind of like, you know, it's,
2: I, I always had these, uh, these epiphany uh, moments where, you know, I, I would, I would go compete or I would go to a, you know, a, a seminar or, or maybe a training camp. And, and like I said, I, I had to do a lot of, uh, my own seeking and searching for, for extra work, you know, especially, you know, when I would do Pan Ams or Worlds, I wouldn't make it a point to go to another like high level gym to train. You know, like I said, some of the gyms I was at was very uh, recreational, hobbyist, which you know is totally fine. You know, you you definitely need you know the, the the hobbyists and the recreationalists at the gym. You know, the the competitors they don't they don't pay memberships you know, the recreationalists do, but as a competitor, you know, you have to be around other competitors in order to, you know, have success. So once I started opening the door more towards, you know, cross training and meeting other guys that were also younger and competing on a regular basis, I would just constantly pick their brains on, on what I needed to do. And, um, and some of those friends I'm still friends with eventually became teammates with at autos. Um, and you know, I have a friend that was when I was a Brown belt, he was a blue belt, but he was just a very active competitor. And, you know, and even now I still use moves. He taught me when he was, you know, a a lower rank than me, you know, but just the, the level of training where, where I was at versus where he was at and used to, you know, was, you know, much different. So, once I got around like these types of individuals, I I I kind of stuck to them and uh, and tried to try to learn as much as I could, you know. And that's really what it came down to for me was, you know, meeting other young competitors that have done well and and, and what are they doing? What do I need to do? So that's that's pretty much like the the majority of my journey from white to,
1: to black. All right. So just keeping so, an open mind and being, being, uh, open to learning from anybody and everyone.
0: That's yes. That's, yes, that's 100%. the jujitsu
1: mindset for sure. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah,
0: so um, my work. question is for you, uh, and this is kind of like a two-parter question. Yeah. You mentioned like, you know, the recreational, uh, jiu-jitsu And then you also talked about the competitor. What makes someone, and, I, and this is a question for me, like, Going, watching you guys at ADCC, like I, I would consider myself like that recreational. You know, um, I, you know, I go to work and then I train stuff like that. But uh, always interested in that next level. And then watching you guys, you know, at ADCC, it's like, okay, yes, I, I want to be a part of that life. I want, I want to do that. What would you tell you know our listeners who are uh, in the same boat? They want to get to that competitor. What makes someone uh, a a competitor or, you know, get to that level? What, how would you describe it? I think to, you know,
2: be in the category of a, of an active competitor, you know, someone that's, you know, putting in as much training sessions as possible, obviously every day, um, you know, six days a week and then also with strength and conditioning and, you know, maybe other sessions, if there's, you know, if this person has like a, a job or career, which there are guys that are out there that, you know, we've seen as high level level competitors. They have regular jobs. You know, I forget who it was at the trials that won, but he's a lawyer, you know, and I guess he won the trials previously. And, uh, so that tells me that guy is probably, you know, training before and after work, or maybe doing some lifting before work and then training after work. Um, but, I mean, no one, no one gets to, to win the trials, you know, just simply training, you know, three, four times a week. You know, I think it's a, like a six-day six a week, a couple times a day, um, you know, just 24-7 focus. Um, you know, but, you know, like I said, there, you know, there's levels. There's, there, there are some guys who are just completely not doing anything. They, uh, they don't have jobs, but have all this free time do compete on a regular basis. But what I put them in the the category of being as focused as the guy that's really having a, you know, just grind it out even with the job, you know? So those guys who, who do well as competitors that have, uh, other careers or, or jobs, um, as priorities, you know, they, they're definitely, uh, a competitor you know in fact i commend those guys that have to work a nine to five and and still win you know it's yeah. Yeah, that's nuts to me you know where i see a lot of jiu-jitsu guys who are all they have to do is go to the gym and train but their focus isn't as uh, as strong which which is kind of sad because you know it's it's like you you, you can't You know, if you have all these yes way way de- de- de-
0: Wow, man. Dang. Yeah, that's fucking... That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, is that like... Is that how you got out to California? Because I know you mentioned that you were out in Arizona before you started off there. Like, how did that happen? How did you transition from Arizona to California?
2: So, I was actually very lucky uh, being able to move from Arizona to San Diego. My dad, uh, he was in the Marine Corps for 30 years. And in 2007, had the opportunity to uh, transfer over to San Diego and asked if I wanted to go with. And uh, of course I, uh, I was more than stoked for it. You know, I loved California. Um, You know, I've been Um, visiting California since I was a, since I was a baby. But when I was older and uh, had come up with friends, uh, either to train or hang out, I just like, it, it was just my vibe. So, when he uh, when my dad asked, I was like, "Yes, let's do it." So, well, that's how eventually I, I got out here. But um, there was a little error where where my dad actually transferred out to Florida, and I kind of stayed behind oh. just to stick it out. And then eventually, I, I followed him o- over to Florida, and um, and trained out there for a year.
0: Wow. Okay. So is that and. So how did you end up back in San Diego? So he,
2: uh, my, my dad actually got transferred back to Arizona, back to, the, back to my hometown. And, um, and so I, I went back to, to Yuma, and I had just gotten promoted as a black belt in 2012 and, um, and, and was back at my, my original gym. You know, that I started off as a white belt. And um, and, and my goal uh, going back was to help out the gym, train, compete as a black belt. Um, and this was a very uh, small school that only had, I think, three classes at the time. So I upped the schedule to like 13 classes a week. Um, and just oh. so I could get some extra training in teach, you know, give back to my old gym. Um, and during this era, when I was in Yuma, I fought. And so for me at the time, this was huge. You know, my first, I think my first tournament as a black belt was against Tanner Rice, and he was a brown belt world champ.
1: Oh, and nice.
2: And um, and then second tournament was um, was Yoshida.
1: And uh, third was oh, you- Taro Terra. Dude, you jump right into the deep end, buddy.
2: <laughs> yes, and then both Mendez Bros, and then Ben Henderson, and you know uh, Samir Chantry, Jackson Souza. Um, you know it, it was just it was just nuts. It was, and I was just training in a small town at a small in a very small gym, just trying to grind it out as much as I could do, as much as I. could you know, possibly could based on the information I was getting from, you know, whoever, all those other competitors that I was still in touch with. Um, and eventually it just got to the point where I had to move back to San Diego. And, um, and so I, you know, I left my hometown. I, uh, ended up rooming with a bunch of, uh, friends of mine that were training at Autos. Um, and, and this kind of like started this, you know, this interaction with, with autos where I would go in every once in a while to cross train. But, you know, at the time I just couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't make ends meet to be able to, uh, you know, be a member. So I was over at victory, um, at victory MMA for, for a few years. And, uh, I trained with Jeff Glover, Dean Lister, and, uh, Chris Lieben was also my MMA coach, um, you know, at the time. So, um, moving back to San Diego, I was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a great opportunity for me to really expand my jujitsu. Um, so yeah, I just, after, after a year in Arizona, you know, I just, I just couldn't handle it anymore. The heat is unbearable and, uh, <laughs> and, the and, and it's and, and, more, more more, uh, you know, specifically, you know, the training wasn't what I needed it to be. So I just, you know, I, I had to make the decision. I'm like, you know, it, it, it breaks my heart to have to leave my hometown and, and this, this cool little gym that, you know, I was, uh, I was a part of, but, you know, I just gotta, you know, do what's best for me and, and, you know, move, make that move. And, and so I did. And, uh, and then honestly, it worked out because, um, training and You know, training at Victory MMA, I'd never been in a gym where you could train no-gi twice a day. You know, the the gyms I was at from white to black uh, prior to that, you know, was a most majority-gi-focused school. And and it's kind of weird because I was always better in no-gi even as, you know, coming up as a white, blue, purple, brown. But majority of the events I did were all-gi. But when I finally went to Victory, I was able to train nogi, you know, as much as I wanted, and I, I was just like, "Wow, this is awesome," you know. Like these guys don't care if I if I'm never in the gi, you know, which was uh, which was kind of like a you know a, a weird moment because I was just so used to training, you know, gi every day, twice a day
1: yeah that's just kind of the the norm, I guess, but as as the game evolves, you know i'm'm I'm, I'm an older jiu jitsu Jeff, and the more I spend time doing jiu Jitsu, the more I start to appreciate Nogi a little bit more. Uh, and then I mean, and then just looking at we what we saw on the trials, I never in my life have ever seen a pace like that weekend. Every match was just go, 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 get up, there's no rest. It's just constant, constant action. <laughs> Man, it, it was awesome, man. I loved it. Uh, one thing that I that I noticed about you, though, Jeff, like from the moment, even before your match started, from the moment you, you were in the match, you were completely zoned in. Like it, it was almost like we weren't even there. And then once the match was over, then you like acknowledged everybody that was out in the crowd. How did you keep so mellow, so cool, so reserved when you're waiting for your match to begin?
2: You know, it's, it's, definitely taken um a lot of a lot of you know good losses bad losses you know the accumulation of competition experience you know has allowed me to you know not get too worked up you know in the sense and like you know where i'm overthinking things but i also know what i need you know and, and and i know some people like to meditate or or you know chill out or be quiet or still but for me it's you know I kind of have to keep myself above a certain heart rate or or I guess mental flow where you know I'm I'm about to engage in a very physical activity you know or where, where someone is you know trying to beat beat me up essentially so yes yeah. you right. know it's uh as far as combat goes, you know, I've, I've fought MMA amateur and pro I've also boxed, you know, I've done EBI shows, combat jujitsu shows, you know, it's, and, and I've definitely fight to win as well. Um, and I've, I've definitely felt nervous in all of it, but you know, this trials, I, you know, it was, it was kind of like a point where, I just told myself like, you know what? I put in all the work. I have all this experience. I warmed up. I drilled the way I needed to. I, you know, I cut my weight the way it should have been cut. Um, Just everything lined up perfectly, you know, and, and, and and it's not always that way. You know, it's, you know, a lot of people have trial and error where they, you know, mess up on like one or two things or maybe everything, you know, and, uh, but you know, after all this experience, all these, you know, all these moments, you know, it just lined up perfect where like, I knew what my game plan was. I know what to expect. Um, you know, two weeks before trials, I did the LA Open and I got smoked by this young kid. So that really woke me up. I'm like, okay, this kid's in in the trials too. So I got to, I got to just, you know, be ready. You know, it's like no excuses, you know, like I don't care if I feel tired or, or if I feel like I didn't drink enough water or like when it's on, it's on, you know, and do whatever you need to do afterwards. But, you know, as far as right before the mat or the match, getting to the mat, you know, and it's just, I know everything is lined up the way I needed it to. So like, Every match at trials, even my last one, I'm like, okay, this is it. This is where I send it. This is where I, I really make it happen, where I put it all together. And um, yeah. you know, And with the amount, of, like, the amount of experience I have, I'm, I'm, I'm truly confident in what I have to bring to the table.
1: You're at a level yeah. where you trust your jiu-jitsu. You know you're fine.
2: Yes, 100%. You know, It's like I That's know what I'm up. capable of. I know what I'm not able to do. You know, as far as like what's in my game, what's not in my game. Uh, so it's like once if I just stick to the game plan, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I know I, I'm gonna do more than well. Wow, man,
0: that that's, whew, I, de- definitely on and off the mat. This is definitely like motivational, right? You know, listening to this, you know, uh, I know our listeners are probably gonna be, you know, saying the same thing, you know, uh, but you know. Throughout your, your, you know, career and, you know, being doing jujitsu, like what, what, uh, what things have you had to overcome, you know, they, you know, throughout your route?
2: Well, you know, obviously, you know, I was born with, uh, with one hand, um, but I never felt like that, you know, hindered me, you know, other people always see it as like a disadvantage, you know for me it's less like this this is natural for me you know and i've and I've, I've beaten so, so many you know people in different combat sports from wrestling to jiu jitsu to mma to boxing you know even judo um, you know it's it's never i've never seen it as like you know what i'm just uh, you know i'm probably going to lose this no in my head <laughs> in my head i'm like winning every match i'm like even knocking people out, even though I'm not a striker, but like, that's like my mentality of (laughs) like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring the fight in whatever fight it is. Um, but you know, as far as things I've had to overcome, you know, I've, I've had to modify my jujitsu game for, you know, having one hand and, you know, and I have a, a very, you know, uh, somewhat of a Jean Jacques approach with the overhook underhook (laughs) system. Uh, of course, everyone since day one mentioned him. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as having one hand, it's been a walk in the park for me, you know, life-wise compared to, you know, I've had some health issues, you know, the, when I moved back from Arizona back to San Diego, um, in 2013, you know, I, uh, I finally meddled at, at the, at Nogi worlds. My first title ever at, at, at the worlds was at black belt. And then, you know, shortly after this, you know, I was diagnosed with, with cancer and, oh, uh, hear that. And, and so that, that, you know, definitely took me out of the game for a few months. Um, you know, I've, I've had these health issues, you know, where I had a, checkup on since high school, you know, cancer happened when I was 26 and I've had other things happen, you know, prior to that when I was like 16, 15. Um, so the, these, you know, medical, uh, concerns have, have definitely, um, you know, been somewhat of an obstacle, but, you know, I've always recovered. I've always, um, you know, had the proper treatment, um, you know, I've did what I needed to to, you know, be healthy again. And, you know, and, and even though I had, you know, testicular cancer and I had it removed um, surgically, um, you know, six, seven months after that, I had my first amateur MMA fight and, and one, and uh, one within like amazing, a minute, dude. a minute 30 RNC.
1: Wow. <laughs> Damn. You are a monster. Jeff. Dang, oh, how did you so how did that feel, man? How did you feel uh, after that?
2: You know, it's it, it felt a lot like uh that after that win at trials, you know, um, <laughs> where I was just my head exploded, you know, it's uh, it was just like I, I did it, you know, I knew I could do it, yeah. I put my mind to it, you know, and, and and a lot of people would have probably you know taken a break from jiu jitsu or MMA, I, I just. I was just looking for my my fastest route back to it and um and then just come back with a vengeance, you know, and and prove to, you know, myself and and, and everyone around me cuz you know, I know I know people doubt me and 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 it's funny cuz they don't they they doubt me till I do something really epic and then they're like, "I knew you could do it." <laughs> and uh <laughs> And so it's it's just kind of funny to see people's like attitudes change, you know, when I, when I, when I have these like really cool moments, you know, just like the one at trials, you know, like that, that felt a lot like my first amateur MMA fight, you know, getting that rear naked choke and, and I was, you know, super pumped and, you know, I was, you know, I, 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 i can't it's hard to describe such an awesome feeling but just knowing that you like set a goal for yourself and put in all the work and and totally crushed it i mean that
0: there's nothing better than that that's awesome man congratulations on that yeah definitely do you do you ever find like do you uh do you ever find like people like underestimate you because of that
2: all the time all since day one you know i I, I I remember in in high school wrestling, this, this other wrestler that I was about to face off with, he was talking smack to his teammates. And uh, and, and obviously he was talking about me having one hand. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, I remember I pinned, like one of my fastest pins ever in wrestling, oh. you know, was, was against this kid. And I remember how upset he was afterwards. Like he was talking all that smack and then, you know, totally got owned and, uh, you know, just punched, hit the mat, started cursing, you know, and, and it's, and, and it's not the only time, you know, I, uh, I've had other people react the same way in other situations, you know, Pancration, MMA, uh, jujitsu, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't take it personally. I just find it more funny than anything.
0: Well, man, I can That's definitely tough. say watching you on the mats, like there, there's, there's no difference. Like you, you definitely show it out on the mats. Like it, you would, I I mean, for all my, our veteran listeners, uh, you know, we've listened, you know, have listened like on our veterans episodes or talk about it. And they talk about like missing limbs and stuff like that. And, you know, going out there and competing and, and you know, finding jujitsu as their way. Like this guy right here, this is the guy you want to go watch because it's like, it's not, I I don't even know what the words are, man. I'm watching you out there. It was like you didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Inspirational, man. It was freaking awesome. You know? And if anybody thinks it, you know, he's, uh, you know, to overlook it Yeah. Yeah. It it was, yeah, i mistaken. Cause that, that shit was quick that you were on yeah. him. Like it was like, you're like butter on bread, man. That was, that was freaking awesome.
2: <laughs> you know, and you know, to add, you know, to, to this experience at, at trials, you know um, after the East coast trials, you know, I was, I was training extremely hard. Like it was like a nonstop camp from what it seemed like July to October you know, we had the who's number one camp for the Rutolo twins, you know, Jaffaella, Um and Kynan. Um, and so we were doing like 15 minute rounds in that camp. And, and it was just so gnarly. And then, you know, my girl and I, we, we did fight to win San Diego. September, October, we did Nogi Worlds. Uh, November, we did East Coast Trials. So it was nonstop. But, you know, I, I started to ignore some, um, some, some injuries, you know, that were kind of bothering me. But I was kind of, like, just trying to train through it. And, um, and I go to MMA practice. And, and, and we're just doing, like, simple stuff. And I roll and snap my ankle, like, Ooh. really bad. Oh, and, and this is, like, a week or two after East Coast trials. So this is back in November. I could not walk correctly or without assistance for a month or two I think I would say like for a couple months I needed like crutches a cane you know I was limping I could not even roll I would like try to roll with like my my kid students you know but I'm like oh that's that's still a little you know uncomfortable so a lot of pain yeah oh. yeah a lot of pain you know and, and so I, I you know I, I did my rehab. I started to lift. I started to roll very limited. You know, there was not so much, too much I could do. You know, if someone was on my leg, I had a tap right away. Or if there was like a weird pass they were doing where they were grabbing my leg, I would just let them pass. You know, I was just like, yeah, you got it. You know, and I'm just getting, <laughs> re- I'm just getting wrecked uh-huh. and submitted over and over again. So like my training was very, very uh, challenging, you know, it was like, man, how am I going to do at trials, you know, and I still signed up in January, as soon as they dropped the, the announcement, I got my, uh, I, I got my registration paid for plane tickets, you know, I was in even with my ankle being as messed up as it was, but you know, to go from that to, you know, doing, having a really good run at trials where I I hit moves that I'd been drilling nonstop or it's like, am I ever going to hit this, you know? And (laughs) sure enough, like at that second match you guys were watching, like that's one of the moves that one of the back transitions I've been really working on. And, um, (laughs) so it was just awesome for everything to come together and, you know, and and despite the ankle and, you know, and, and everything else is just like, here we are. You know, or there's no turning back. Like we're just, who knows? You're you all in. Expect nothing, all in. Be, expect nothing and be pleasantly surprised, you know?
1: Yeah. Jeff, Um, all the listeners out there and all of us, you know, we all know that jujitsu has given us so much. You know, some of us, it's delivered us from some dark places, helped us make friends, helped us keep friends. Uh, sh- showed us to be humble and be better people on and off the mats. What do you feel is the most important thing jiu-jitsu has given you?
2: Jiu-jitsu has given me a strong identity, you know, um, strong self-esteem, confidence. You know, I was I was a very, you know, shy, timid, you know, easily embarrassed growing up. Um, you know, I just... You know, with jiu-jitsu and, you know, combat sports in general, it, it really gave, gave me, you know, a sense of self-pride and, you know, and just knowing I could accomplish things that, you know, to a lot of people seem damn near impossible for someone in my, you know, quote-unquote situation, you know, or special circumstances, um, but, you know, with, with everything that has happened, you know, all the good, all the awesome moments, And, and even the low moments help me put things in perspective, you know, but yeah, it's jujitsu has just given me such a strong, healthy lifestyle and, and, you know, and, and confidence. I don't think I would have been able to achieve through anything else.
1: Right on. Great answer. Thank you, Jeff.
0: So uh, Jeff, I mean, you know, head coach in a beautiful city, black belt in jujitsu, some, some would say that is already a lifetime of accomplishments and uh, they would be correct, obviously, you know, along with everything else, you know, you mentioned, you know, combat sports and over, you know, coming adversity and everything. What what drives you and what else would you like to accomplish in this sport? Like, what's your next level? Where, where are you going from here? You know, my goal ultimately is
2: to be Nogi World Champ, Nogi Pan Am Champ, uh, American National Nogi Champ. Um, those are my, those are definitely like the, the titles that I'm chasing, um, you know, and, and what drives me is just knowing that the more I up my level in jujitsu, the more I'm, I'm able to up my, my programs level, you know, at my, at my gym in, in Alpine, um, the more I get out there and become, you know, or, or continue to become a strong example to my students and members of what it is to not give any excuses and just to do your best. You know, and and I've lost. You know, I've lost a lot of first round. Um, you know, tournaments. You know, lost first round matches. Um, and you know, I know, and for a lot of people, they they shut down mentally or get discouraged. And, you know, they're like, I don't think competing's for me, you know? And, and, and if I had, if I had that mentality, I would have quit. I don't know how many times, you know, cause, <laughs> cause I've, cause as much as I've won, I've definitely lost, you know, and, and I've had a lot of losses and, you know, and I just keep coming back and, um, you know, because I know I can do well and I know I'm going to have, you know, a, a, a tournament where it's just going to all line up perfectly for me. Uh, especially if i'm consistent with the hard work and you know and it continuing to to grow and learn you know i know it's just gonna it's it's bound to happen you know probability you know with the amount that you put in you know it's uh it's, something's going to come out you know so that's why it's i always follow the the quote you know you miss all the opportunities you don't like take so, right on. you know, that's, that's kind of, that's where I'm at. You know, I've, uh, just as long as I, if I up my level, everyone around me levels up.
0: And so do, yeah, I mean, do awesome. you, how do you balance that, man? I mean, how do you balance where you want to get all that you're doing in, in this sport and like your personal life? Like you, we were met, talking about how, you know, you're on your way to open mat with your girlfriend and everything. How do you uh, balance all that?
2: You know, I just <laughs> I make sure to rest when it's time to rest, um, you know, I, uh, I'll, I'll make time to hang out with friends, um, when it, when it works out for everybody, you know, um, I'm definitely more of a homebody than I have been in the past, you know, I, I, I love San Diego for so many reasons, and, and there's been times in my life where I love the, uh, the fun part of San Diego, a little too much, you know. So, <laughs> and and you know, and I used to be a security guard, bouncer, security manager over in downtown lamp area. Um, at a couple different spots. Oh man, I
1: bet you got some stories.
2: Oh, I I, I definitely do, you know. But it was it was mostly you know a, a job that I needed to help pave the way or help me continue to chase my jujitsu goals and, and dreams um, and also MMA at the time. Um, so, but now that I'm, you know, away from all that and I have a school and I train full time, I, I definitely have to, you know, allow myself to rest correctly and, and, and get in as much of my own downtime as possible. Um, you know, the past few weeks, you know, I, I was traveling every weekend. I think four weeks in a row, I, I went to, you know, somewhere else. You know, I was, you know, I went down to Arizona to to train and teach a couple privates. Following weekend, I went to Ventura f- to have a super fight with AJ Agazarm. Um nice. Following weekend, I was at the LA Open. Um, and then the weekend after that, Um, I was coaching all my students and members, uh, at world league in Del Mar. And then last weekend was Vegas. So (laughs) this, so needless to say this week, I've been, you know, I've been resting as much as I can and, and, letting my, my body heal and, you know, and, and now it's like, okay, you know, I didn't train Friday or, or Thursday, so, you know, I did some yoga, and now I'm going to hit up open mat on Sundays, and Sundays, I usually chill or drill, or both, you know, I'll do, we'll do some very light drilling, um, but, you know, Sundays, I I usually don't train, you know, so, you know, I figure, let's mix it up, you know, have that balance, you know, I've rested a little bit, and, and I've been wanting to come to, uh, you know, open mat at Legion for a while, you know, um, you know, all my friends have gone, I just haven't gone because Sundays are more, you know, for me, you know, so yeah, the rest is very important, you know, it's, that's how I'm, that's the only way I'm able to, you know, keep going, you know, and, and last year I was, I was hustling so hard in the, in the jujitsu grind that I was definitely feeling burnt out, you know, where, I I would come home on a Saturday after being at the gym for like six hours teaching, you know, teaching, drilling, you know, whatever it was. And I was so tired, I couldn't eat, too tired to like shower, too tired to like want to do anything, you know. So, you know, this year I'm making it a priority to really, really truly have that balance, you know, and and, and not – and not stress so much, you know, if, if I don't need to stress about something, I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, <laughs> you know, stress will kill you before anything else will.
1: Right. Right. Most definitely don't sweat the small stuff. So Jeff, that's a perfect segue to this, to this next question. Um, what, is there anything that you've found outside of jujitsu that you think might even help your jujitsu or your mental health? You know, um, me and my buddy during the pandemic, pandemic, you know, we couldn't train. Uh, I wanted to get a mountain bike because I moved up into the foothills, but I couldn't find one. And I ended up finding an, an, a skateboard and me and my buddy just started skating uh, because we're in the Central Valley. We don't have the beach, but when we do get to the beach, we do also like to try to surf, even though we suck right. at it, but <laughs> it's an awesome <laughs> distraction. Uh, it, I mean, you know, when we're doing those types of activities i feel like i'm just i'm in the zone and nothing else exists do you have anything like that you know um
2: my girlfriend and i we like to hike you know um you know a couple times a year you know you know past year or so we've been going up to big bear and uh that's it's it's so awesome to get away and be in the outdoors and get some fresh air and you know, venture out into the, into nature and, you know, and, and just, you know, just find some nice relaxing views. Um, but hiking is definitely something we enjoy. Um, you know, I have surfed in the past, um, you know, and, and I always, you know, my, my friends, my teammates and friends are always like, Hey Jeff, we got to go surfing, you know? Um, but we haven't, We haven't really made it happen yet, but that's because everyone's schedulers are so busy, you know. It's like, you know, I have some, you know, the some teammates who rotolos, they'll they'll like always mention surfing, but they're always traveling, you know, and and I'm always teaching at my gym in Alpine. So it's kinda hard to to find these uh, you know, these these rendezvous, you know, to surf. But yeah um outside of that though, you know, um, you know, I definitely enjoy um you know, jogging, running at the beach with my girlfriend, hiking, um, you know, we'll go check out some parks. We'll, uh, you know, we'll definitely treat ourselves to, uh, you know, eating out when we would deserve it. So, yeah, that's kind of like my my go-to, you know. Um, we recently just did yoga um, at the studio that you know, that I went to a while ago, uh, when I first was, a, you know, and I was a tr- training as a purple belt, but yeah, you know, it's, these are, these are the kind of things I like to do outside of jiu-jitsu.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, if you're ever in the area, we're like 45 minutes from the door of Yosemite national park. There's some nice views out there too.
2: Nice. Yeah. That's
1: definitely something
2: yeah. we're, we're always planning. Like her and I are, are like trying to plan some, uh, you know, national park visits or, you know, the Redwoods or, you know, just anything that's, you know, breathtaking. We recently were in Colorado, you know, uh, we went up there for her birthday and it was, I mean, we, Denver is not the best representation of Colorado, (laughs) but once we got outside of Denver, you know, we went to Red Rock Amphitheater. It was was just amazing.
0: Yeah, I I used awesome. to live, live out there. So, yeah, I could definitely test for that, man. It's awesome. Well,
1: Jeff, that was my last question. Because do you have any more questions for Jeff?
0: No, man. No, sure don't.
1: Well, Jeff, thank you so much, man. We're going to let you get going to your open mat over there. It has been an honor, my brother. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day answer all our questions. Like I mentioned before, you really are a true inspiration, Jeff. Thank you so much, man. I feel, and I mentioned this again, I feel like our jujitsu just leveled up and hopefully all I'm, I know all the listeners out there feel the same way. Uh, Thank you so much again. And Is there anyone you'd like to mention or thank before we wrap this up?
2: Uh, Yes, definitely. Uh, I'd like to thank all my sponsors, uh, my lucky gi, uh, the the jujitero, Obviously, I'm wearing a Jujitero shirt right now. Um,
1: yeah. Also,
2: also, Electrum Performance, um, Autos HQ, Alpine Jiu-Jitsu, which is my home gym that I teach at. Um, you know, I'd like to thank my girlfriend, who's also a, a badass purple belt. Um, you know, she competes at every tournament that I'm at as well. Um, you know, she's a huge, huge part of why my life is, is what it is now. Um, you know, in recent years, my, my jujitsu and my, my health has leveled up so much because of her, her, uh, her positive influence on me. Um, and of course all my friends and teammates, you know, that shows love and support and, and especially all the new people out there that showed love after the trials. Appreciate everyone that was, uh, you know, you know, became a fan.
0: (laughs) Heck yeah, man! Most thank you so much, man. Think, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much, definitely. professor, on I that. I, think, yeah. I really, I, we really appreciate you, uh, you coming on the show, man. Uh, you know, I reached out to you. I, like I said, man, er, super motivational. Watched your match and was like blown away. I mean, everyone out there that was competing. You know, I mean, the whole weekend was was amazing. But yeah, watching you out there, getting it done, doing it, that vibe that you had before during your match afterwards. Yeah. Loved it, man. Uh, you know, and you know, definitely going to you know be looking for you again out there on the mats, watching, you know, watching your next one, your next win here and there. And, uh, man, thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: Of course. No, thank you guys well, again for having yeah. me on
1: Oh, true honor, man. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, that's a wrap. Jujiteros. We hope you enjoyed that interview. Hopefully it inspired you guys as much as it inspired us. Jeff, keep doing your thing, brother. We would love to have you come back on here when you got some extra time. Take care. Until next time, Jujutetsu's keep rolling and training and we hope to hear from you soon. Peace.
0: This is the motivation.